Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. May the Lord bless you. I'm so appreciative of your time that you spend in this teaching, and I believe that you will learn many things from the Father in heaven, and He will anoint you by the Holy Spirit to show you what is the truth and what is beneficial to your life that come from the Scripture. May He teach you and me at the same time and speak to you and me to understand. The truth. We come to Him by faith and with an open heart in Jesus' name. In this lesson, lesson number twenty-five in the series called "Building Firm Foundations," I would like to talk about one of Jesus' commands, and this command is about water baptism. Water baptism is the command of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me read from Matthew chapter twenty-eight, verse. 19. This scripture is the commandment of Jesus to every believer in the world of every generation. So let us look at the scripture together, and we will learn the importance of water baptism, so that we will have a clear and correct understanding about this command of Jesus, and we will put it into practice, and we can encourage other people as well. To obey this command, let's look at Matthew 28 verse 19 together, so that we can see that this is the commandment that we need to follow: the water baptism. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. You can see that water baptism is not just an option for every believer, but the Lord Jesus tells us that. After we are born again, we should be baptized in water. When we call ourselves a believer or a Christian, we make a decision to repent of our sin and to accept Jesus into our life as our Savior and our Lord. He is the master and the owner of our life. In order to show that we have faith in Him, we need to take action. Of obedience. If he is the master to you and me, we will obey him. Everything he, he says, we will do it. And he tell us to go under the water as a way to show obedience to him. The question is, who should be baptized in water? Should everybody be baptized in water? Water baptism is an important and a privileged ceremony. Which can be participated only by those who are really born again, those who repent of their sin and put their trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Unbelievers cannot be baptized in water. Let me read some example in the Bible. In the Book of Acts, we can see that when people were born again in that generation. They were baptized in water. In Acts chapter two, thirty-seven to thirty-eight, 
and 41. When the people heard this, they were cut to their heart and said to Peter and other apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, so that your sins may be forgiven and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Verse 41, those who accepted his message were baptized, and about 3,000 were added to their number that day. You can see that the first sermon from Peter in the early church brought more than 3,000 people to Christ. They were all baptized in water. In Acts chapter 8, verse 12, we read about the new believers in Samaria. When Philip preached the gospel there, many people gave their life to the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says, But when they believed Philip as he preached the good news of the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. You can see here that the new believers in Samaria were baptized in water right after they were born again. In the house of Cornelius, we can read that after Cornelius and his household gave their life to Jesus and they were born again, they were baptized in water as well. In Acts chapter 10, 44 to 48, why Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit came on all who heard the message. The circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astonished that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on Gentiles. The Holy Spirit came upon them. They were speaking in tongue. They were baptized with the Holy Spirit. They were born again. They believed in the gospel and the name of Jesus Christ. And the Holy Spirit came on them. For they heard them speaking in tongues and praising God. Then Peter said, Surely no one can stand in the way of their being baptized with water. They have received the Holy Spirit just as we have. So he ordered that they may be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they asked Peter to stay with them for a few days. This is the third situation where the new believers in the early church were baptized in water right after they accepted Jesus Christ. In Acts chapter 11, verses 16 to 18, the Bible says, Then I remembered what the Lord has said. John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So, if God gave them the same gift, He gave us to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Who was I to think that I could stand in God's way? When they heard this, they had no further objections and praising God, saying, So then, even to Gentiles, God has granted repentance that leads to life. This scripture talks about the Gentiles accepted Jesus Christ, and they were baptized both in water and by the Holy Spirit. Again, we can see that the scripture mentioned about baptism with the Holy Spirit and baptism in water. Who can be baptized in water? Those who put their trust in the Lord 
believed in the good news, repented of their sin, became a new born again Christian. Those who can make their own decision to believe in Jesus and repent. Newborn babies or infants or young children who have not repented and have not made a personal decision to accept. The Lord Jesus Christ into their life cannot be baptized, but children who have an understanding of the good news and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ can be baptized in water. Maybe your children, four to five years old children, they can make their own decision to repent and follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Then they should be baptized in water. I just came back from. Saint Paul, Minnesota. So many children there, eight years old, seven years old, thirteen years old. They all confessed that they believe in Jesus Christ. Some of them even told me they wanted to be worship leader and pastors and preachers, and serving the Lord. They were even filled with the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues. These young children are the candidate for water baptism. There is not even one account in the Bible where newborn babies were baptized in water, even though the Bible mentioned that some group of people or families were baptized in water together as a family. But we should not assume that babies were baptized in any of these events. I give you example in First Corinthians chapter one verse sixteen. Yes, I also baptized the household of Stephanus. Beyond that, I don't remember if I baptized anyone else. This whole family of Stephanus gave their life to Jesus, and they were baptized in water. But the Bible did not say that babies were baptized there. In Acts chapter sixteen, thirty-one to thirty-four, they replied, "Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, you and your household." Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all the others in his house. At that hour of the night, the jailer took them and washed their wounds. Then immediately, he and all his household were baptized. The jailer brought them into his house and set a meal before them. He was filled with joy because he had come to believe in God. He and his Whole household. Wow! Would it be wonderful if you and your whole family accepted Jesus Christ? But the Scripture did not say that some babies there were baptized in water. In Acts chapter sixteen, fourteen to fifteen, one of those listening was a woman from the city of Thyatira named Lydia, a dealer in purple cloth. She was a worshipper of God. The Lord opened her heart to respond to Paul's message. When she and the members of her household were baptized, she invited us to her home. If you consider me a believer in the Lord, she said, "Come and stay at my house." And she persuaded us. Again, this lady Lydia, her whole household received Jesus Christ, and they were baptized in water. But the Bible did not say that the little baby or infants were baptized there. I believe that only those who can make 
their own decision to repent and to follow Jesus Christ were candidate for baptism in that generation. Acts chapter 18 verse 8. Crispus, the synagogue leader, and his entire household believed in the Lord. And many of the Corinthians who heard Paul believed and were baptized. Many people in one community or the whole family members in a home can accept Jesus Christ and are baptized in water. That's what happened in the early church. If you read carefully Acts chapter 16 verses 32 to 34, we will see that only the jailer and his family members who could understand the good news and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ were baptized. They heard the good news and they make decision to believe. Infants and small children did not understand the good news. They would not be able to understand the message. Therefore, they should not be baptized in water at all. They could not make their own decision to believe in the Lord. They would not understand about sin and repentance. Therefore, we should be careful not to practice water baptism with really young children or infants. However, it's nothing wrong to present or to dedicate infants and small children to the Lord, but we should not baptize them in water. In Luke chapter 2, 22 to 23, when the time of their purification according to the law of Moses had been completed, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord. Joseph and Mary took Jesus to the temple and dedicated him to the Father. You can see that it's nothing wrong that you offer your little infant or little children to the Lord, consecrated them in the presence of the Lord, and asked the Lord, to really work in their life. Being baptized in water is a ceremony in which a believer proclaims that he or she is ready to follow the Lord Jesus Christ forever. And he is the Lord and Master. Therefore, that believer wants to show obedience to the commandment of his or her Master. The Bible records the fact that those who believe in Jesus and were baptized in water made a firm decision to follow him and to become his disciple for the rest of their lives. They demonstrated their faith and their obedience by committing themselves to his commandment, his teaching, and fellowship with other believers. In Acts chapter 2, 41 to 42. This part of the scripture talk about new believers in the first church in Jerusalem. The Bible said those who accepted his message, the gospel, were baptized and about 3,000 were added to their number that day. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship and to the breaking of bread and to prayer. You can see here, after we read many scriptures and passages from the book of Acts, that the believers in the early church time did not wait 
they were baptized in water as soon as they could. They showed that the Lord Jesus Christ was their master, their savior, and their Lord. They were willing to obey the commandment of Jesus Christ that we read in Matthew chapter 28, verse 19. The next question is: How are Christians baptized in water? Christians are baptized in water by being immersed in water. In other words, the whole body goes under the water. The Bible does not teach us to baptize believers by sprinkling or pouring water on their heads. The word baptism comes from the Greek word baptizo, which means immersion. This word was used when pieces of cloth were immersed in dye in order to change their color. You can see example in the Bible that the early church believers went down under the water at the time of their water baptism, such as the Ethiopian eunuch in Acts chapter 8, 36 to 39. An Ethiopian eunuch repented and believed in the gospel after Philip explained the scriptures to him. As they traveled along the road, they came to some water and the eunuch requested to be baptized. You can see that after this person accepted Jesus, they were traveling and they both were waiting until they saw some water. In verses 36 to 39, as they traveled along the road, they came to some water and the eunuch said, Look here is water. What can stand in the way of my being baptized? Some manuscripts include here, Philip said, If you believe with all your heart, you may. You may be baptized in water. The eunuch answered, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Wow, I like that confession. And he gave orders to stop the chariot. Then both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water and Philip baptized him. You notice the word? Went down into the water. No sprinkling here. When they came up out of the water, they both went down to the water and the eunuch went down under the water, the whole body. The Spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip away and the eunuch did not see him again, but went on his way rejoicing. You can see here that the eunuch ordered the chariot to stop when he saw some water. We can see here that Philip did not pull out some kind of container from his chariot and sprinkle water on the eunuch. And the Bible says, when they came out of the water, in verse 39, the Spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip away. And the eunuch did not see him again, but went on his way rejoicing. If water baptism could be done by sprinkling water, as some have taught, the eunuch did not have to wait until he found the water or some kind of lake or river. But Philip could see his drinking water to sprinkle on his head right away after he believed. He could find some water container in the chariot. No, 
they both waited until they saw water that they could go into the water and put the eunuch under the water. The act of immersion in water is a physical sign of the true meaning of water baptism. I will explain to you the meaning of water baptism, and you understand why the whole body of a believer should be immersed under the water. In Romans chapter six, verses one to five, what shall we say? Then shall we go on sinning, so that the grace may increase? By no means we die to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Or don't you know that all of us? Who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into His death. We were therefore buried with Him through baptism. You see the a few words here: death, buried, buried with Him, with Jesus through baptism into the death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too. May live a new life. If we have been united with Him in His death, we will certainly also be united with Him in His resurrection. The death of Jesus Christ symbolizes our death to our old sinful nature. His burial in the tomb represent us being immersed under water, or water baptism. His resurrection. Points to coming out of water as having a new life. You can see the meanings of water baptism here. Let me explain to you one more time. Jesus went to the cross. He died on the cross. He took the sin of mankind on him, and he took the sin away from mankind. And his body was buried in the tomb. After three days, he was raised out of the tomb. He was raised from the dead, and he came out with a new body and new life. As believer, we should die to our old life, the sinful life. As a medical doctor, I understand the meaning of water baptism quite well. Because if I put somebody under the water for more than ten or fifteen minutes, the oxygen in the lungs shall be gone. That person cannot breathe. No oxygen under the water. Therefore, that person would die under the water. If you sprinkle water on somebody's head, he would not die because he still breathes. You need to go under the water to die. But we don't let people die, though. We get them up right away. But it's a symbol of death to the old life and a symbol of being buried with Jesus under the water. And then when that person come out from the water, it means you are resurrected from the dead. And have a new life with God. This is why water baptism is the way to proclaim that I died with my old life, my sinful life. I died to my flesh. I was crucified with Christ. I no longer live, but the life that I live now, I live with the love of Jesus Christ in me. I died to my old life, going under the water, die, and I come back up. I'm resurrected with Jesus to have a new life. You can see here that water baptism is very meaningful. We baptize people under the water, not by sprinkling. 
Not only that, we baptize people in the name of the Father, the Son, of the Holy Spirit. That is in Jesus' name. The Book of Matthew, chapter twenty-eight, verses nineteen and twenty, talk about being baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. How do we say it? We say it this way: I baptize you. To show that you put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, therefore I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and that is the name of Jesus Christ. Just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, you also shall rise to walk in newness of life in Jesus' name. You can see it here that in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And because Jesus is the one who died for us, give us a new life, we say that is the name of Jesus. Let me read Matthew twenty-eight nineteen to twenty for you. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. Christian life. It's a life of obedience to the Lord, and surely I am with you always, to the very end of the age. At this point, you can see that it's so important to understand water baptism. Water baptism is a command of the Lord Jesus Christ to all the believers. We should obey this command. We should let people know that Jesus Christ. Is my Lord, my Master, my God, my Savior? I'm gonna show in action how I obey the Lord. And you say, I accepted Jesus. Therefore, I'm gonna show the first action, not only repentance, but I'm gonna go under the water to show that I die to my old life, and I'm gonna come back up to have a new life with Jesus. I am baptized in water, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That is in Jesus' name. I would like to encourage all of you who have been a believer for a period of time, and if you have never been baptized in water, please go and talk to your pastor and ask him to set up water baptism for you as soon as the schedule allows. Don't wait too long. Obey. The Lord Jesus as soon as possible. In the next session, lesson number twenty-six, I will come back again to talk about the importance of water baptism. I'm going to explain to you the meanings and the importance of water baptism. I will let you go now. Why don't you meditate on what you learn here, and please come back to lesson number twenty-six and learn more about water baptism. In detail, next time again, we're going to learn the meanings and the importance of water baptism. I will come back to see you soon, and I believe that you have some more understanding of water baptism in this lesson. Let me ask you some question here. Number one, what does it mean when you are born again and you claim that the Lord Jesus is your master and your Lord? How are you going to relate to him? How are you going to show in action 
that he is your Lord and your Master. Second question: Who can be baptized under the water? What kind of person should be baptized under the water? And how soon that person should be baptized in water? Thank you so much for spending time with me, and I believe that the Lord has shown you many lights and many truths, and you are growing spiritually, and you lay down good foundations in your life by receiving the truth of God. Remember this: the truth of God is the belt of your salvation. It will help you to stand firm, to run the race to the end. The truth of God is the sword of the spirit, and the more you know the truth, the truth will set you free, and you can have victory over the enemy. I want to like to encourage you to be the people of the truth, practice the truth, submit your life to the truth of God, and you will be doers of His words. In Jesus' name, I bless you. See you again next time. God bless you. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty. Fly.